The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Speak to our hearts, one and all. You know who we are, you know where we are, you know where we are, what we are dealing with. But we know in you we have help. In you we have answers. In you we have solutions. And we have come to you with confidence and assurance in our hearts this morning. Knowing fully well, you will not tell us what we want to hear. You will not tell us what we know. But you will tell us what you know and what you want us to hear. And so again, we ask this morning for grace. Grace that will open our ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. Grace that will open the eyes of our understanding to see what God is showing and revealing to us. And grace that will strengthen our hearts to receive and capture the truth that is being communicated to us. We give you the praise, we give you the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I want to encourage everyone that missed the teaching on Wednesday, whether you were not in church or maybe you were in church but you did not hear what was communicated to listen again to the truth we shared. See, what God is helping us to do is to see clearly or more clearly how to walk in the mysteries that he has given to us. God has not abandoned us in our hour of need. May I have a list of questions? I think I'm going to ask God if they permit me when I get to heaven. I mean, why do you allow war? Why do you allow virus? Why, you, why do you allow, in that sense, unspeakable? I know the answer somewhat, but there's just one part of my humanity that, look, if I was God, these things would never happen. But I'm not God. And I'm not as wise as he is, and I don't know as much as he does. Now, I know some truths, and I know the truth that God has revealed to us is sufficient for us in the times that we live in to deal with whatever we need to deal with and to overcome it. So while some of these nagging questions may be here and there, if we will embrace the truth from God, we will have more than enough to deal with whatever we need to deal with. So while I may have some of those questions, at least I have enough insight in God's word about answers to things like this. It may not convince everybody, but it's enough to help me walk the walk of faith that I need to walk. And one of the truths I know is that even if war happens, even if, if famine happens, even if difficulties that we can't comprehend happen, God has not forsaken us and God has not abandoned us. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Hallelujah. And God has given us the necessary spiritual tools to deal with whatever we need to deal with. 
Somebody say spiritual. Because God is not going to give you cash. He doesn't have cash. If you wait for God to bring cash to your hand, you will wait forever. But like the scripture says, God will give you power to get cash. Gives us power to get wealth. Just let me have a glass of water. Just in case. He gives you power to get wealth. So it gives you the spiritual components of what you need to lay hold on the natural, physical, material things. Where the disconnect is for many Christians is the spiritual things God is giving, some people are ignorant of it or they are not applying it. And that was the crux of what we shared on Wednesday. Why is it that some people pray in the spirit like we say and um, it's as if it's not working well? God gave us some insight. Among several things we shared, we looked at the prophecy that Ezekiel gave again. About the fact that the water was flowing in the temple, but there was no healing in the temple. There were no miracles in the temple. The trees that brought fruits were not in the temple. Even though it was the water in the temple that was causing the trees to bear fruit. And that angel showed Ezekiel, you need to go a thousand cubits, a thousand cubits, a thousand cubits, till the same water flowing in the temple begins to operate like a river. Somebody shout river. And we saw that in detail. That's so important. So important. I, I, I shared this story several years ago. The Spirit of God just reminded me about it again. You can have something. I said several years ago, one of my aunts got a car. I had just finished learning how to drive. I didn't have a car of my own. She bought a car. She didn't know how to drive. And even though she had the car, because she didn't know how to drive, she could not use the car. But I knew how to drive and I started using the car. You can be a Christian, you have something that God has given you. But because you have failed to learn how to use it, the thing is not working. And that's really what we dealt with on Saturday. You need to get the Holy Ghost to start flowing like a river. That's why sometimes you inject your passion into when you are praying and when you are worshiping. I woke up this morning. Let me level with you. I was hearing a song in my, I must have had it a few times in the week. It wasn't a spiritual song. And it's as if the song did not want to leave my head. I mean, I'm trying to meditate and prepare for service. I won't tell you the song. I won't tell you the artist. But the song kept, and it has a very good hook. And, a very, and it's not like I listen to this music every day, but I must have had it in the course of the weekend. And I knew that I needed to drown out the song. And, and that's what needs to happen. There may be things flowing in your head and your life. You need to drown it out with what God. And that's why he needs to flow like a river. It needs to flow. When, when you are worshipping, sometimes there may be distractions. You need to put your heart into it. Let it flow like a river. River means it's flowing with force. It's carrying life. It's carrying energy. <clears throat> that song is not in my head anymore. I have to look for it now. As I'm talking now, it's... <laughs> I mean, when I woke up in the morning, it was as if somebody was singing it with megaphone in my head. Well, not megaphone, but... Now, I'm, I'm trying to look for this song now. I'm, I'm trying to... I'm telling you, I'm trying to find it. I can't hear it again in my head. Why? I've allowed something else to capture my focus. Hallelujah. 
I've allowed the river of life. That was there when I woke up. Oh, the stream of life was in my heart when I woke up. But it wasn't flowing forcefully. Praise God. But through a series of things, I allowed it to begin to flow and it has drowned out that distraction, at least for now. Hallelujah. And that's how the Holy Ghost works. The, the angel told Ezekiel, showed him the water in the stream, showed him a swamp. After he left the stream, there was a marshy, there were no miracles in the swamp. It was the water from the temple that made that, what, um, that place um, swampy and mushy. There was water there, but it, there were no miracles there. It was after he had gone several thousand cubits, cubits where the same water was now flowing freely. That everywhere the water flowed into it brought life. And the trees by the banks were bearing fruits. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands where you are. And please join us. Lift your hands. Say, Holy Spirit. Mean every word. Shut your eyes if you need to focus. Forget about everything else. Drown out every other thought and every sound that is not of God. Say, Holy Spirit. Flow in me. Flow through me like a mighty river. Open your mouth and speak in the spirit one more time if you can. Sometimes it doesn't take long. Just takes focus. Focus. It doesn't take long. Just focus. There is a stream. There's a river whose streams make glad the city of God. Flow in me like a river. Let all your streams flow into my life. The stream of finances, the stream of joy, the stream of healing, the stream of light, the stream of wisdom. Let it flow into my life, flow in me like a river. Let your streams bring gladness, bring peace, bring joy, bring understanding, bring illumination, bring power. Come on, speak to him, flow like a river. Don't remain stagnant, don't remain static. Don't, don't be like a swamp or a mushy place, no flow like a river like a river like a river like a river flow like a river prenge do sataya keta riketo sataya oh yakale bege do soto payala kande meyala bababa shokoto payala bege desa flow 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 like a river shaya la breke do sataya la bababa In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. John 6, chapter 6, verse 63. Let's start from there this morning. John chapter 6, verse 63. It is the spirit that gives life. Um... Hold on for a second. Genesis chapter 2. We're going to go back to John chapter 6. Genesis chapter 2. So we're all familiar with the creation in Genesis 1. 
um, there was darkness all over the earth, void everywhere. The Spirit of God was hovering upon the face of that. Then God spoke. And through speaking, God recreated the world as it were. And then God spoke man into existence in verses 26 to 28. Let us make man in our image and our likeness. In other words, let man be like us. And then in Genesis 2 verse 7, so God as it were did the spiritual or the chapter 1 captured God doing the spiritual thing of just speaking. That's all the Bible told us God did in chapter 1. Chapter 2, God went beyond speaking. Verse 7, God formed the man out of the dust of the ground. Whether this was happening simultaneously or this happened chronologically like it's written here, no one can really say. But the Bible was reading so that we can comprehend how it operated. So he spoke and then he formed the man from the dust of the ground and he breathed into the man's nostrils the breath of life. Hallelujah. Can I hear somebody say, I carry the breath of life. Say it again, I carry the breath of life. That came from God. He breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. And man became a living being. The, the picture here is that the body was lying down like a dead corpse, a dead carcass. You probably have seen that before, even if not in real life, maybe in a movie. And then God breathed the breath of life into him. And he woke up. What does it mean to be a living being? We can make certain deductions. Number one, it means what God said in chapter one. That he is now in the image and the likeness of God. Notice image and likeness. For this morning, we want to emphasize like God. He can act like God. He can behave like God. And what was the image we saw of God in Genesis chapter 1? His earth was dark, his earth was empty, his earth was void. And God used sound. That's how we called it. We deliberately used that phrase. And the vibration of sound or words to recreate his world. So to be like God is to be able to speak into your world. At the very least, there are many other likenesses of God that we carry. But this one is clear. Just reading the first two chapters of the Bible, we can deduce that. And when we speak, we are speaking by that breath that God puts in us. And I love that description. Somebody say it again, the breath of life. Hallelujah. Now, go back to that John chapter 6 again, and it gives us a clearer picture of what Jesus was trying to deal with here with these people. John um, 6, 
verse 63. Let's leave out the background arguments he was having with them. They didn't like some things he was saying because he was calling himself the son of God. But let's, let's leave all that one out. But he now made this statement in verse 63. It is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. So I love what he's doing here. He's comparing or juxtaposing the spirit and the flesh. The natural, the physical, what we see. He said, it's not the flesh, the physical that matters the most or that brings about life. It is the spirit that gives life. And you look at that, that is a capital S in, in, in my Bible. And I'm sure if you have a good Bible, it's also a capital S. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. And this is our focus this morning. The words that I speak to you, they are spirits. Or quite honestly, if you are going to make it, put it in sense. Because you see that this one is now a small S. If you have a good Bible. They are spiritual. Or they are coming from the spirit. I'm not just telling you something I read in a book. Or something I saw in a movie. I carry the spirit of God that gives life. In fact, when it, in Genesis 2, I said God breathed into his nostrils, really God transferred the Holy Spirit or the spirit of God into Adam. And by carrying that spirit, please follow me this morning, it's not very complicated. It's actually very, very simple. And again, like Paul was telling, um, was it the Corinthians, that sometimes people allow, like Eve did, the simplicity of what God has done to become something difficult. This is not difficult. Everybody should be doing this thing. And you see why people are not doing it. I'm going to touch on that again this morning. Everybody should be doing this thing. The, the spirit... He brings life or he carries life. He is the breath of life. And watch the mechanism here because really that, this, this is the things we are, we are studying. It's really the mechanics of it. The mechanics of it. How does the river walk? Or how does, you, how does someone carrying the Holy Ghost, how does it walk to the point where he can be having miracles everywhere? His fruit, he can be having fruit every month by the trees, the, the leaves of his, of, of his life or the leaves that come on that tree, it, it, it can be healing to the nations. How does it work? It's river operation. If he's static or if it's just a small quantity that when it touches sand, it's like a swamp. It's not yet in There's water in the swamp, but it's not sufficient like a river. Or if it's just static in the temple, or only flowing in the temple, you've, you don't understand the mechanics yet. How does the spirit that carries life walk? He walks through words. That's what Jesus was explaining to them here. It's the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. So don't major on the flesh or the natural or the physical. And that's two ways. Don't get bogged down or over-worried, or like we are talking about last Sunday, anxious because of what's going on in the flesh. Things may be messed up in the natural. 
like things were messed up in Genesis 1 in the natural for God. There may be no money. War may be going on. Health may be challenged. There may be one difficulty or the other in the flesh, in the natural. But don't let that um, overburden you. The flesh, somebody said that with me this morning, the flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that gives life. And this is the mechanics of the spirit that gives life. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit or spiritual. And they are life. So until somebody that carries the spirit that gives life begins to release words. Hallelujah. Speak words. Even though there is life, death may be all over. Corruption may be all over. Praise God. Now, remember John 10.10. 10. Put it up in the Amplified for us once again this morning. The thief, referring to the devil, he comes only in order to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I, Jesus, came that they may have life. Hallelujah. I want them to have life. I don't want them to have death. I don't want them to have corruption. I don't want them to have sickness. I don't want them to have disease. I don't want them to have any oppression or manifestation of death in the flesh. Or even spiritually. I don't want them to have death. I want them to have life. And I just don't want them to have life. I want them to have it in abundance. Glory be to God. To the full until it overflows. Let me retranslate that verse for you too this morning. I want them to have it like a river. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want life to be flowing. I want life to be flowing. And we are back to what we've been talking about. You need to speak it. Glory be to God. You need to speak it. Proverbs 18 verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Or the power of words. And those that love it will eat the fruit thereof. Let's translate that a bit better. Those that use it, you use the power of your tongue. Now, this is the interesting thing. The simple truth is everybody really uses the power of the tongue. Even the person that is keeping quiet, the person that is not speaking, we, we can actually put people in three categories. There are those that speak death. Remember God told them, this day I've said before you, life or death, blessing or cursing. What did he tell them to do? Choose life that you and your children may live. But they were not choosing life. They spoke so negatively I and mean, we read it last week. God swore in his anger towards them. Thank God Jesus has taken away the wrath of God from us. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? But in their own case, because they kept speaking negatively, God said they will not enter the rest I provided for them. So they, they, they actually spoke, ah, we cannot take the land. There are giants in the land. It is impossible. 
we can't do it. So there's one category of people that speak death. There's a category of people that will not speak at all. Don't move too much. Nobody will know I'm talking about you. And the danger of not speaking at all is that gradually, because of the negative pull of the world you are living in, you will eventually stray into the path of speaking death. I don't know about you, I've caught myself saying negative things before. Have you been there before? Talk to me, somebody. But because I have this knowledge and this understanding, I'm not supposed to talk like that. I'm not supposed to think like that. I now quickly swing myself back and overdo speaking life. Praise God. So technically there is no middle ground, but just for the purpose of teaching. Because I see that a lot in church. Where whether it's that we are praying or we are worshiping or we are confessing somebody and it's because maybe they don't feel like talking <laughs> or something has happened they saw a giant that is intimidating them like the children of Israel in the wilderness and then of course what the Bible wants us to do to speak life hallelujah look at verse 20 verse 20 actually again buttresses what I was sharing with us on Wednesday about getting to the point where the Holy Ghost begins to flow like a river. There's an intensity to it. There's a flow to it. It's carrying force. It's not stagnant. It's not just in a small measure. It's flowing. Proverbs 18.20, a man's stomach shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Glory be to God. You, you can speak so much to the point where you are satisfied. Speak positive things. Speak healing, speak prosperity, speak good results, speak life to the point where you are filled with it. From the produce of his lips, he shall what? Be filled. Speak till you are filled. Hallelujah. Keep speaking and speaking and speaking until you are saturated. Praise God. Like I said this morning, that song I was hearing. And I didn't want to hear the song, it was just coming, but I knew what to do, and I focused, and I spoke and spoke and spoke until I checked out the song, glory be to God. Every space in my mind, I, I filled it up with other things. Until I have to invite the song in again. Maybe when I go outside and someone is playing it again, then I will. <laughs> glory, glory be to God. John 6 again. Let me, let me begin to bring this up and then we'll, we'll wrap. Go back to John chapter 6. It is the spirit that gives life. So listen to me very carefully. What God wants from us is to be speaking life by the spirit. And I'm telling you again, start by speaking in other tongues. When he said the words I speak unto you are spiritual, speak spiritual words. There is the place of speaking the written word and things that align with the word of God. That is also true. And that's a big part of it as well. But there's just something that happens when you are speaking by the Spirit. And I'm telling you, God is wanting us and asking us to emphasize that a lot in this church. Let me tell you the simple truth, church. Listen to me. The kind of things we are dealing with in our world today and that is about to come, it's really beyond what our minds can fathom. The weight of darkness 
that we have to deal with is beyond what our human capacity and intellect can handle. But God that knows the future and knows our frame and knows the solution has given us a secret weapon to win. Can I hear somebody shout, I win? I win. And that weapon is the spirit. Oh, praise God forevermore. That weapon is the spirit. One of the first things everybody must get going in their life is to be speaking by the Spirit. Watch this. It is the Spirit that gives life. John 63, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Verse 64. But there are some of you who do not believe. And I want to attack that a lot this morning. There are some of you who do not believe. What does it mean that they do not believe? These were Jewish people, so it's not that they didn't believe in God. I'm going to use Mark 11 to explain it. Please watch this. Watch this. Mark 11, verse 23. When we don't speak, listen. When, when we don't speak life, when we don't speak with authority, when we don't cooperate with God's spirit by speaking, where God needs us to speak, and there are situations in your life, like we say in Mark 11, God needs you to speak. Because he made you in his image and his likeness. And he wants you to act like him. God wants to manifest himself, reveal himself in this world and in your world by you being like him. And one of the first lessons we see is God speaking. And the kind of speaking we need is speaking that is, that is coming from a place of faith, a place of conviction. And we have to do it so much, so well, so persistently, so consistently, consistently until it's flowing in us forcefully like a river. We can't be haphazard about it. Mark eleven twenty three, Amplified, please. Watch this in the Amplified. I assure you, I love this. When God showed this to me, I was so blessed. I assure you, and most solemnly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and be thrown in the sea. Hallelujah. So there's a challenge before you. There's a mountain before you. Thank God we are word of faith people. We've been taught things like this. God wants you to speak to that mountain. Address the mountain. And he says, say to the mountain, be lifted up, be thrown in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart. Watch when Jesus was saying, please, this, this is the key I want to deliver with us today. When he was saying they do not believe. It's not that they don't believe in God. He does not doubt in his heart. I love this. The Amplified puts this in, the, in God's unlimited power. Hallelujah. And he's talking about God's unlimited power that you release when you speak. Everybody believes God has unlimited power. But not everybody believes that when I speak, glory be to God, I release the power of God with the words that I release. And that's why sometimes we hold back. He does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power, but believes in God's unlimited power released as he speaks. 
as he speaks by the Spirit, as he speaks spiritual words. Is somebody hearing me this morning? He believes that those things, what he says is going to take place, it shall be done for him in accordance with God's will. Hallelujah. This is where we need to come. Listen to me. It's not a difficult thing. It's not a feelings thing. It's a matter of the word of God has been opened to me and I believe what God is saying. When I have enough confidence, <laughs> praise God, in what God has told me, that his spirit dwells in me. And when I speak, somebody say, when I speak. I want to hear you say, when I speak, I release God's unlimited power. Say that to yourself again. Every time I speak by the Spirit, I release God's unlimited power. Every time I speak in other tongues, I release God's unlimited power. Every time I speak the word of God, by revelation, I release God's unlimited power. Every time I speak with authority, in alignment with God's Spirit, in alignment with God's word, I speak life. I speak life. I release God's unlimited power. That's how you need to think. Hallelujah. That's where you need to come to. He said, I'm telling you, it is the spirit that matters. And when I speak all these words I'm speaking to you, all these things I'm teaching you, I'm speaking from a place of the spirit. And the things I'm saying are spiritual. Hallelujah. And because they are coming from the realm of the spirit, and because they are spiritual, they carry life. Glory be to God. But he said, the problem is, you don't believe it like I believe it. You don't believe it like I believe it. But somebody is receiving grace this morning. You, I, I say, I believe. I believe. When I speak with authority, when I speak like God, I believe that I'm tapping into, come on, say it with conviction, and I'm releasing God's unlimited power into my life affairs. Hallelujah. So this is where we are. We, we, we come back to this place where we are totally, and I need you to get to this place with me this morning. You are totally relying on God's spirit. That doesn't mean you don't do other things you are capable to do. No, we are not asking that. Go to work, do, do all the things you need to do. No. But on top of all that, I'm relying on God's unlimited power. Glory be to God. And I understand the mechanics. I understand how it works. I'm going to keep speaking. I'm going to keep speaking. I'm going to keep speaking until it begins to flow like a river. Hallelujah. Flow like a river. Flow with intensity. Glory be to God. And I will keep speaking until I begin to see manifestations. I begin to see healing. I begin to see miracle. I begin to see supply. I begin to see provision. When I don't see provision, I don't shut it down and I'm not convinced that it's not working. No, 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 no. The person that's like that, he doesn't believe in God's unlimited power. Rather, when I don't see manifestation like I want, I speak again. Hallelujah. And I keep speaking and speaking and speaking until it begins to flow. Glory be to God. Till I have life until it overflows. Amen. I say to you again, the answer is in your mouth. The solution is in your mouth. 
I want to tell someone again today, you can change your world. You can change the situations that are in your life that you're not happy with. You can turn it around. Why? How? By speaking. Speaking. And every time you speak from the realm of the spirit, you are speaking what? Life. And I believe this is what God wants us to do. It's what God wants us to do. You look at your finances and it looks all messed up and it's like there's death. <laughs> but you understand that it is the spirit that matters. The flesh profits nothing. And this is what I'm going to do. Concerning my finances, I'm going to speak life. Ah, pastor, I don't even know what to say. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues over your finances. Glory be to God. You, you speak over your finances. And then get, you see, this is why I, I want to say this to all of us again. And I'm going to keep saying it all through this series. For those of you that you are still struggling with making confessions, making declarations, speaking in tongues, please come for our training class. We're going to announce another, is the batch going on currently or about to start? Another one is going to start, come and learn these things. The foundation things you need. And everywhere you need manifestations of life. Glory be to God. Take up that challenge and the responsibility to speak life into your affairs. Hallelujah. I see God beautifying your life on a whole new level. I see the Spirit of God helping you like you've never been helped before. I see turn around coming to somebody by the hand of God. You know one of the other things, I, I want to close with this. Listen to this. One of the other things that Jesus was saying here, and I believe God wants and demands this of all of us. God wants you to put your trust and your confidence in him. Hear me and hear me very well. God wants you to put your trust and your confidence in him. And when you take up this revelation and this understanding that by his spirit, you can begin to speak life into your affairs and begin to declare things by the spirit of God on your inside and speak the word of God over your life. It's a signal to God that his confidence is in me. He's not trusting in any other thing. Hallelujah. And in that kind of situation where you're just depending on God and relying on God and speaking by spirit and trusting in him, the power of God begins to flow and God begins to assure you and cover your back in that situation. And I tell you, your life will never be the same again. Glory be to God. I want you to rise up on your feet this morning. We're going to speak life today. And we're going to speak by the spirit. Speak spiritual. The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria.